the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled up to my Chevrolet. I climbed down up inside. I pulled the choke and I turned the key. But the old girl wouldn't start. She let out a whine so pitiful. It nearly broke my heart. Although I was a bit concerned, I felt no need for panic. I picked up my telephone. I called up my mechanic. Now, he came over right away. Welcome back, everybody. Five minutes after the hour at 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're talking cars, and hopefully we'll do that successfully. If you'd like to join us, Jake has already joined us, and we have four lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harkers and Strictly Diesel. Strictly Diesel is a good shop, and they work on just diesel. They work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're located just south of the I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Phoenix. Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and they also sell diesel parts online 24 hours a day at their website. So you can get more information from my Best Car Repair Shops list under Diesel Shops listing. Nate and and. And I've known Nate for many, many years. Nate owns and operates Strictly Diesel. I respect him, and I know that he knows diesels as well as anybody I know. So if you have a diesel and you have a specific problem, or even if you need maintenance, then Strictly Diesel would be a good place to start. Let's go to Jake. Jake, good morning. How is it I can help you? Uh, Mark, Jake uh, drops, but uh, instead we're going to go to Alan. Okay, let's go to Alan. Alan, good morning. How is it I can help you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing this morning? Um, I've got an 05 Infiniti FX35. It's one of their little kind of mini SUV things. And out of the blue, it started misfiring, multiple random misfires on the scanner. Took it to a local shop, and they did a compression check on it. And they're saying the compression is low, and that's what's causing the misfires. And a pretty good wrench. Um, Even with, they said the lowest one was 115 PSI. It should still fire on those cylinders, even with low compression. Correct? No. No. No? But to answer your, nah, no. Um, to answer your question, though, it's, it's once you find out what's causing the misfire, then you'll have all the answers you want. I think that's, that's, what, I, that's a, what I thought. And they're saying that the low compression is causing the misfire, and I'm not buying it. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm not really interested in the compression. Because a random right. misfire isn't a compression issue. If you Precisely. had a compression, we had a diesel the other day, and um, it had a problem with one cylinder. I think there was a hole in the top of the piston about the size of my thumb. 
and <laughs> everybody else had already put injectors in it and done a bunch of work on it. We pulled the injector out, and we took a scope, and we went down in the injector hole, and we could see this hole in the top of the piston. Well, clearly, the computer is picking up that that cylinder's not hitting. It's not hitting because there's a hole in the piston. That was right. pretty easy. And after they put this $800 injector in, it still ran the same. In your particular case, how many miles are on that Infinity? About a buck fifty-one. Okay, I think you should put a vacuum gauge on one of the manifold ports that has vacuum when it's sitting there idling. And I would guess that you're probably going to be in the vicinity of thirteen inches of vacuum, and that's in park running. And I suggest that you should be closer to eighteen inches of vacuum. And with the mileage that you have, I think it's entirely possible that we've jumped a tooth on the belt or the chain, whatever you have, or that we've lost the tensioner, allowing the chain to vibrate and jump. But I think that's where you should start. I think you, okay. you somehow or another you went off in a direction that I would have never gone because a random misfire is a random misfire. It's typically right. with fuel service or it's with spark. But compression, unless there's one cylinder now, in order for them to come to the conclusion that we have a compression problem, they had to do all, a, a complete compression test on the whole motor. They That's had to do it exactly the same. Okay. And so now they give you I've, I've used Larry Harker before, and uh, what I'm thinking about doing, because I'm going to have to pay for this diagnosis, even though I don't buy what they're telling me for a second. Do you recommend I take it to like someone that like Larry Harker, let them diagnose it and get a right diagnosis because I trust them, and then go back and fight with these guys uh, well, over the bill I'm going to have to pay for this diagnosis? Okay. All right. I, I think the appropriate answer to your question is this. You go ahead and pay like with a credit card, right. which means you can stop payment on that. So pay with uh, a credit okay. card and let's get the car fixed. So then when you get it fixed and you have the bill in your hand, then you go back and you talk to the guy that makes the decisions and you say, you know, with all due respect, let me just tell you what happened and what fixed the car here it is, and I've, I've already put 200 miles on it, and it didn't set the random misfire code, and it doesn't have a code. It doesn't have a, a fuel trim problem. It has a very smooth idle and all that kind of stuff. And here was the diagnosis. Here's the repair. And clearly, you went in a different direction. So I was just wondering, because um, it, it, it looks like, in a nice way I can put it, uh, it looks like that the diagnosis was wrong. I was wondering if um, you would be kind enough to, to offer me a refund. And, you um, comfortable with Larry uh, Harker being able to diagnose this infinity and get it right? I'll bet you $100 he can. Okay. All right. Uh, they've never let me down before, but the stuff I've taken has been just routine, basic stuff. Um, no. I just wanted to hear well, it from you that, that you, you trust these guys are good enough to make sure they can really figure out what's wrong with this thing. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll bet $100 of my money against the $10 of yours. <laughs> I'm not a betting man. I just want to hear okay. you say, yep, I I, no. I have confidence in their ability to do it. So, he, um, yeah, there's a couple of shops in town that have a magic wand. He is certainly <laughs> one of them. And, okay. and there is a procedure with a random misfire, and the very first thing you want to do is check engine vacuum. We had a Jaguar in not too long ago, and, uh, and we had a random misfire on it. We checked the vacuum. It was 13. Now, we don't have the tools necessary, so we submitted the car, or we subcontracted the car to a guy that did, and he sent us pictures back. It was the most awesome thing I've ever seen, but he took pictures all the way in and all the way out. Then he gave us all the old parts back. My God, there wasn't a tooth on this Jaguar that hadn't been rounded off. Well, the geez. entire timing assembly was just destroyed. I don't even know how it ran, but I said to him, <laughs> 
I'll pay. You remember how much that bill was? Yeah, two thousand dollars. I said to him, at two thousand dollars, at the end of this day, I need to see the vacuum up at seventeen, eighteen inches of vacuum because I know if we have that, the car's going to run fine and have all the power it needs, and idle quality is going to improve. And he right. goes, so that's all you want is thirteen to seventeen? And I said, yep. And he goes, well, we're already there and we're done. And I said, how does it <laughs> idle? Perfectly. I said, I'll bring it to me. I'll pay the bill. And so I just turned around and gave the customer the bill and all the cameras. But I'm quite sure this random misfire is something that Larry or that uh, Bob is not going to have any problems. And I, if you have a relationship with them and you have a customer file with them, I really think you should go there. And whether you take my my thing or not, here's the deal: hundred against your ten. If you if I win and he diagnoses it, then you just add ten dollars to your bill with him <laughs> and tell him to drop it in the plate next time he goes to church, okay? You just tell him that. All so right. Ten, All right. Ten dollars goes Thank to you a donation, very much, Mark. Okay? I appreciate your advice. You betcha. Thank you very much. Okay, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. We got anybody in the wings, Gil? Nope, lines are open. Okay, so the lines are open, and you're welcome to call us, but let me tell you about Action Auto Repair. He's up on I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom is the owner, and I've known him since probably 1983. It's a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. No matter what your repair needs, your maintenance needs, your diagnostic needs, whatever, Tom and his staff are really good at handling those kinds of requests, and they have a good turnaround time. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians. That means they're experienced. They've been tested and certified in every aspect of cars from front to back. I think a common denominator in the dispute resolution world that I live in is that there's lots of people out there that are not certified that have never had their skills tested, and they're out there making big decisions uh, using your money. So that's not going to happen at uh, Action Auto Repair. And in addition to that, if you have a Beamer, he has a master certified BMW technician, and um, he's very, very good. So that happens to be Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Inter Valley, the northwest corner of that particular geographical location. And who we got on the phone? We have Hank. Hank is next. Hank, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Good morning. Um, Hey, Mark, I've got a 2015 uh, GMC Sierra with a 6.6 Duramax. Okay. And I'm having a problem in the morning since it's gotten colder out. When I started up, the uh, oil pressure indicator comes on, and I watch the gauge, and it'll drop down to zero. And then it'll uh, before I can turn it off, it'll come back up again. Uh, the only consistent thing I can see is the fact that it's usually when it's colder out, when these warm days in the morning have come out and started up, and it, it seems to stay fine. But uh, it's just kind of a strange situation. I don't know if you've heard of anything like that before or not. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have pretty good news. Get, give me that again. It's an 015, and it's a, it's a 2015 Duramax. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay. All right. I think that this is a two-pronged attack. I think you take it to a shop and you tell them what you've told me. I think the appropriate action at that point is is you're going to have to leave it for a couple mornings. Right. Now, they're going to put take the oil pressure uh, gauge out of it, the oil pressure sender that talks to your gauge. They're going to take that out and they're going to screw in a manual gauge. They're going to tape that gauge because it has a big 4-foot, 5-foot, 6-foot hose on it. They're going to tape it to the outside of the windshield so the driver can see it. Okay. So the next morning, they're going to start it up. 
and they're going to see the oil pressure. Now, the oil pressure is going to mimic what, mimic what you see on the gauge, or it's not. Okay. So then the next morning, they do the same thing. They don't put the oil pressure switch back in, and they do the same thing. Then they're probably going to say, I don't see any problem when I put a manual gauge on it, so I'm going to replace your oil pressure switch, and let's see if that fixes it. And by the way, here's your old oil pressure switch back. Okay. So the next morning, the two or three mornings or four mornings, everything is fine. Your gauge no longer acts up, and you're home free. Here, let me tell you what I'm thinking, too. There's no way you're going to hear the lifters clattering when you have a diesel, and you you probably are. Right. <laughs> and so um, if it were a gas motor, this would be a different story. We'd have more audio things than we had before. So right. the, the end of the day is, is I think you're going to get uh, have it to do an oil pressure switch. Now, if you want, um, you could go guess with an oil pressure switch. I want you to buy a name brand. I don't want you to buy anything in a plain white box, and I don't want you to buy anything that you've never heard of the manufacturer before. So um, if you wanted to, once you got it in your hand, it's going to be close to the oil filter. They almost always are. And so you're going to find it. You're going to unplug it. You're going to screw it out, put the new one in, put a little um, um, silicone on the threads or some thread tape. It may already have thread tape on it, some blue, you know, paint on the threads, and that's that's pretty good. Put it in there about as tight as the one you pulled out, reconnect it, and see what happens the next morning. If you wanted to make a um, a wild A guess, <laughs> that would be the one. I And I think the success rate on my guess is going to be 75 or 80 percent of the time I'm right now the other two things is is we truly do have an oil pressure problem that comes and goes only cold or the gauge itself is messed up however I listened carefully to what you said and typically when you have a gauge act up on the dashboard it's more than one symptom so you, oh, okay. it, it's rare that you just have the oil pressure gauge giving you fits Oh, okay, let me tell you one other symptom. The only other symptom I know, and, and I'm not trying to diagnose this myself by no means, is that the radio station changes, uh, you, you know, like two channels or something like that. So, again, I, that, that, those are the only two things I noticed when I started up in the morning. And the rest of the day, everything's fine after it's warmed up. I don't have any of those symptoms. So, so if you leave it on one station, when you start it up, it automatically jumps to two stations? Right, it'll jump, you know, a couple stations one way or the other. Okay. All right. Well, then I want you to shut the radio off and leave it off. Okay. And 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 do a couple of cold starts and see if that has anything to do with it. or pull the fuse, get your manual out, find the radio fuse, turn it on, turn it up loud. So when you pull the fuse, the sound goes away. Bingo, we've taken the radio out of the equation. Oh, okay. And then when you take it in for repair, you hand them the fuse and you say, this is a radio fuse. It's out. This w We thought it might be related. It doesn't appear to be related. Let's leave the radio fuse out to make sure that we fix the car. That's all. Okay, great. All right. All right. Well, good luck. I appreciate Thank that. Much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We'll be back in three minutes. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle. 
the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Following major surgery, I became addicted to painkillers. This pill almost cost me my life. It cost me my career as vice president at the bank, almost my family. Please talk to your doctor today about alternatives to prescription painkillers. Take back your life. Help is out there. Take the first step. Learn more at RethinkRxAbuse.org. Sponsored by the Governor's Office of Youth, Faith, and Family in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, Professor Bruce Thornton, research fellow at the Hoover Institution, author and frequent contributor of Front Page Magazine, will discuss the many bloody hands that contributed to the threat from Iran. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Thank everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. We have two lines open. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. Let me just tell you this. I-17 in Bell is where Kurtz is at. Many, many times over the last five to ten years, Kurtz has pulled a rabbit out of his hat because he has Eric and Jeff, both master technicians. One of them runs service and the other runs the shop. And those young whippersnappers are just two smart cookies. I'm still thinking I'm smarter than they are, but between you and me, it may not be that way. So if you live in anywhere near I-17 in Bell and you don't have a repair shop, Kurtz has been around since 1987. He does domestic and import, both gas and diesel. And the best part of Kurtz Auto is three guys, Kurtz, Jeff, and Eric, and the fourth is his wife. And actually, she's first. So if you're interested in who to go to up at I-17 in Bell, I'm telling you, Kurtz is a great place to go. Harry, you're up next. How can I help you, Harry? Good morning, Mark. I'm sorry you're having so many gremlins this morning. Oh, you no one's more sorry than I am. You know, Harry, <laughs> I, I have a piece of equipment A, and we're crashing, and so I go out and spend a lot of money for equipment B, and we're crashing. And, um, and so at, when we're at the studio, we use a completely different protocol, and we never crash there. So I don't know really what we're going to do, but we're going to figure it out. So anyway, sure. how are you today? Sure you will. Fine. Hey, I got a... a I know this might be a little bit of a ticklish problem. Um, uh, when you go in to buy a new vehicle, what do you think about using a paid consultant to help you, uh, you know, deal with the dealers? Um, <laughs> I know, you know, I know my, what you think. My, my mother said if you, God bless my mother, because if I would have listened to her a lot more, I would have probably not been in nearly as much trouble. But my mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything else. Let me tell you a different story, Harry. Okay? Let me tell you a different right. story. Uh, about a year ago, um, of course, when you go in, there's the sticker price, right? 
Right. Now, the sticker price, let's pretend you're going to pay sticker price. Well, on top of the sticker price is freight and sales tax, and on top of that is the desert protection package for $250, and on top of that is window tent for $350. And then there might be a couple, there's processing fees and dock fees and all that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. So at the end of the day, you are deep past that list price that's on the sticker. So about a year ago, I challenged my daughter and I said, I've been hearing that other people can buy it for the sticker. So I challenge you to go replace our Astro van with 400,000 miles on it and buy a new van. I want sliding doors on both sides. I want captain shares front and rear. And this is what we take our customers home in. And she says, you're crazy. And I said, yeah, I know I'm crazy, but I dare you. And you know what happened, Harry? She wrote a check for the sticker price of this beautiful Dodge Grand Caravan for the sticker price. And she brought it home, and she she blew it up on a big piece of paper, and she put it on my desk, and she put the check on my desk, and then she had a whole lot of things to say to her father. <laughs> I now, want a raise. She said, yeah, yeah, I gave her a raise. She, she said... Yeah, they had the desert protection package, and I said, take it off. I don't want it. Well, it's a, it's called mop and glow. It's where they mop on some wax. Then right. they had window tint. She said, take it off. I don't want it. So they were accommodating, but she pushed hard and walked away twice. And this wasn't a year-old van, Harry. This wasn't last year's model. This was a brand-new van. And boom, they she bought it. Now, since then, I have shared that information with a variety of other people, and there's been at least one or two other people that have been able to pull that off. The dock fee is BS as far as I'm concerned. The, what they call the pack, where they pack it with desert protection and window tint and chrome this and fancy that and, you know, a, a seat that uh, no matter what you do doesn't smell, all that other crazy stuff is just wow. what we call pack. What did right. you say? Dealer and dealer prep. And then freight. Now, see, the freight's already in the, in the sticker, so to charge it twice. But dealer prep is rip the plastic off of it and run it through the wash rack, and you're done. Air up the tires and stuff. But, Harry, I, that's, that's the answer is, is if you're going to buy something new, walk, be prepared to walk away a couple times. Be prepared to shop a variety of, of retail outlets and stand firm. Now, if the deal breaks down because of $200, I say pay the $200. But I'm starting at the sticker. That's the number I'll write your check for, or I want to finance. And right. financing is a little bit better because they're going to get a little bit of the finance money, and that's better for them. So they may want not want your check. They may want you to finance it, and who cares? Right, right. Uh, the only thing I ran into when I bought a vehicle here about three years ago was, uh, you know, a security system on it. You know, it had it listed. Well, there's actually two security systems in there. And one, they can just, use kind of a remote deal to trigger it, and then they charge you an extra thousand bucks for that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I didn't, I kind of got hit on the blind side with that, I, uh, you know. But, well, that's uh, what they call an add-on, Harry, you know. It's yeah, like yeah, well, it was everything a deal else, that, uh, add-on. you know, it says security system, and you're thinking, well, it's pretty much, uh, you know, key key activating it, but it doesn't give you the whole whole package, even though it's already embedded in the uh, in the vehicle itself. 
Well, and they do bedliners that way, Harry. They do chrome right. uh, tailgate guards. They do all that kind of stuff. And frankly, people will will understand clearly that there's a markup associated with that. So if we spray the bedliner and it's three hundred dollars, then we might show it on the invoice as five hundred dollars. That's that's certainly normal, but it's just an educated customer that's going to get past that. Right. Yeah. So, well, it, uh, you know, that's why I was wondering with this uh, pay consultant, they're kind of. You know, uh, worry to all of the, you know, what's going on with uh, with the deal. Even though you have to pay a fee, you know, he could maybe save you, you know, thousand, two thousand dollars. You know, uh, I, I don't know how it works. Um, I I don't know how it works. I know that that's not anything that um, I would suggest my mom use okay. or my dad use or my sisters. Well, I, I don't like my sisters. I'd probably suggest that they do that. <laughs> But um, but anyway, it's it's just I don't want anybody in the middle of me. Now, when you sell real estate, you have your representative, your agent, and they have their agent. At least wow. you got somebody protecting you. But when you've got somebody in the middle, then the question is: is who butters their bread more, the customer or the sales, the the sales, wow. the retail sales place? And that's the answer. Wow. All righty, Harry. Thank you very much, okay, buddy. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. You bet. You same to you, Trevor. You're up next. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Go right ahead, sir. My father has a 93 Ford pickup 351 motor. He got sick. We parked the truck. It's been parked for a year. He's passed away. We want to get the truck started. Is there a process or procedure to start this truck, or do we just put a battery in and go for it? Well, that's exactly step one. Step one is put a battery in there, have a little carb spray, take the air cleaner off of it, get it to crank over, use a little carb spray on it, get it running, Uh let it idle, um, and then at that point, check the gas gauge. If it's got a half or less, then go fill it up with gas, drive it. Before you do this, you want to check the tires and the fluids and all that kind of stuff because you're going to ultimately drive it. Now, once you drive it, a lot of what's gone wrong or what might be wrong is going to go away. So we'll, I, I'm up against a break. You stay right there, and then, Mark, you stay right there. But the, the idea is is that a lot of the things that are going to come up and surface are things that are going to go away. So unless it's something serious like an oil pressure light that's red, then I don't want you to deal with that till we've got three, four, five hundred miles on it. That's what it's all about. So you stay right there, and Mark, you'll be next, and the lines are open, 602-508-0960. I'm 10 seconds away from being at the end of this. So, But we're going to be back for another half an hour of the show, so I know for sure that I'm going to finish with Trevor, and then I'll get to Mark. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glass or it paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com.
It's no safe spaces. Free speech is free on campuses unless you're hearing ideas you don't like. Now, the hypocrisy is an interesting thing. The notion that there's a march on this and a a rally on that, and then somebody shows up to give a discussion about something you disagree with, and you demand that that person is shut down and unable to speak is the definition of hypocrisy. Right, so they have an answer. Of course I'm for free speech. I'm against hate speech. They don't understand that's the point of free speech. So they don't get it. They just don't get it because they've never been taught it. It's No Safe Spaces, coming to Grand Canyon University Arena, February 27th, with Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Be a part of history as the event is filmed for their No Safe Spaces movie. Tickets at 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night. With the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with the Patriot. All about that demon automobile. Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. And if you didn't get in or if we hung up on you accidentally or if we crashed and you want to talk to me, here's how you do it. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K at MarkSalem, spell like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M.com. Now, please leave a phone number because I'd much rather talk to you than type for the rest of my life. And besides, I almost always have questions, and so it's going to have to be a two-way conversation. So you can email me, tell me what you got, give me a phone number, and I'll, I'll call you as soon as I can. So this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, Thompson's have been in Mesa. It's the only shop in Mesa that I can 
refer you to and feel and know for sure that you're going to be treated fairly and honestly honestly and the people that own and operate are are full of integrity brian and thelma own thompson's auto repair and you only have to meet them to understand why i'm so um solid in my belief that they're going to treat you fair so they're on main street just east of stapley and so if you're in mesa and you don't have a garage may i suggest you stop by and get an oil change and see how you like them that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. Trevor, on your 93 Ford pickup with the 350 motor, I'm pretty sure that a year won't really have a negative effect on that car. Once uh-huh. we get it running and once you get 50 or so miles on it, then if I were you, I would make arrangements for an oil change and I would get 50 miles of maybe highway traffic, go down 25 and come back 25, and then have them do a hot oil drain and do an oil and filter Look at the the filters, blow a lot of them out. The air filter just kind of blow it out. Let's not put a new one in it right now. And then just drive it. I want you to also drop the tank down to a quarter or just a little less and then fill it up with fresh gas and do that once or twice. But the idea is, is if it makes it the first 50 miles and there's no dash lights on and it'll start, run, and stop, then which is what I think it will do, then I think you're just going to be fine. Okay. All right, Alrighty. thank you very much. You betcha, Trevor. Thank you very much. Mark, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a couple of questions about tire pressure. And my okay. first question is, Is can you recommend a good air pressure gauge? Because the cheap ones I have, are I can't get repeatable measurements out of them. And then the second question is, is what should I set the pressure to, what it says on the tire or on the door jam of the vehicle and when the tires are hot or cold? Okay, those are great questions. I, I enjoy those questions, and, and my answer you can take to the bank. I would go to Harbor Freight and get a couple of cheap digitals. Okay. And the digital is only as good as the O-ring that's inside the mouth of the digital to make sure that when you apply the, the, the tester that it doesn't leak air while you're trying to get an air pressure reading. So it should be a and then a like that. Mm-hmm. So not when you plug it in and it goes that's no yeah. good. You're not getting yeah. a valid reading. So I'd use a digital, and I think you'll be happy with that. And frankly, I've gone to digital for everything. I had to buy a new digital the other day because some of the tractor tires take a lot more air than the digital was capable of, of looking at. But that that's okay. It's That's not something. Second question, you have two air pressures, and you always check your air pressure cold, by the way. Always, okay. always, always. So you have the tire that says maximum inflation is 44 pounds. And then you have the sticker on the door that says maximum inflation is 35 pounds. So the question is, is what do I set them at? Mm-hmm. Well, let's explain. The door sticker says that you need 35 pounds in order to carry this vehicle and the maximum load. So that number is for the maximum load. As many big guys with golf clubs and girlfriends and cows and horses you can fit in there, that truck's situated for that. However... I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I look at the side of the tire, and I'll, t- I'll give you some good reasons why. Number one, a fully inflated tire cold is going to roll easier than a tire that's at 35 pounds. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get better fuel economy. Number two, when my wife hits a curb with a tire that's, let's just, let me give you an example that's easy to swallow. With a tire that's half inflated, she hits a curb, she's going to cut the sidewall. Mm-hmm. But if that tire is rock hard and at its maximum inflation, it's going to bounce right off. So okay. you have less p- 
possibility of damaging the tire when you're kissing the curb or running over a hazard or going through a pothole. Far mm-hmm. less. It's much easier. The fuel economy is better. Everything is better with higher tires. And believe it or not, rarely do I have an experience with the vehicles we own. And we have quite a few vehicles in our rental car fleet and the personnel and the company trucks that go pick up parts and stuff. I have rarely seen a tire wear issue that's directly related, which is the center of the tire wearing out, which is directly related to me going over the sticker pressure. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of benefits by going what the tire says. Now, there's going to come a time where your wife or my wife's going to say, "This I don't like how this 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 drives." And when I was driving the other day, the coffee was spilling out of my cup and all that kind of stuff. She got two choices: put them back in their own car and don't take their keys away, or to soften the tires up a tad. So okay. you know, those are the issues. But you're yeah. safe. But cold is the key word there. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The name of this. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The recent release of the memo from GOP Representative Devin Nunes revealed one major fact that stands out above all other revelations. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court Warrant, or FISA Warrant, on Carter Page omitted a material fact. While the FBI admitted that the information came from a politically motivated source, the Bureau did not disclose that the source had been financed by Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. That's a damning omission. The non-disclosure of a material fact in an application for a FISA Warrant, its minimization, indeed one could argue it's camouflaging, is a very big deal, and its providence should be thoroughly investigated. It threatens to undermine every warrant submitted to a FISA court. What I've called Trump torque is pulling on everyone in the news business. His critics are often overheated, and his defenders tend to ignore his errors. But it's not about President Trump, or at least this one shouldn't be. It's about when American courts approve surveillance of Americans, and that's every American's concern. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. 
Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number five. Listening to 960 on the Patriot app, but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today. To hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Well, welcome back, everybody, 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and every Saturday we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars. It's a live show that we don't tape it. And so as a result of that, uh, you can call in and get your questions answered or have a discussion. Right now we have open line 602-508-0960, and I'm not quite sure we could get all five lines done before the top of the hour, which is 58 minutes after the hour. But, again, that's 14 minutes away, so we should be able to get one or two callers in. And if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. ATE, we call them, has been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968 at the same location. So if you drive up and down Washington Street, then at 40th Street on the north side of the road is Automatic Transmission Exchange, and he's been there since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They know about repairs, diagnosis, replacement. They'll talk you through anything. They'll work with you, but it's really important in many cases that you be able to drive your car and demonstrate the problem. And Phil's people are all already, <laughs> let me get this up, they're very well capable and very well trained to take a ride with you. And if you can duplicate the problem, you can't imagine how much diagnostic money you're going to save if you teach them how to make the problem happen. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix, 40th Street in Washington. One of the things that um, we talk about on this show a lot is self-defense for car expense. And so it's what you can do to make your life better and to keep everybody honest that services your car. I think first and foremost, you ask for your old parts back. Now, most shops are not going to give you your oil filter or your fuel filter or anything that's going to make your car stink or anything that's going to stain your interior or anything. They're going to give you back your old ball joints, your old bushings, your old tie rod ends, your old spark plugs, your belts, your hoses. And I think that you ask for your belts and hoses back for this reason. Throw them in the corner of your trunk. If you break down on a Sunday morning in Wilcox, Arizona, there's not going to be anybody that's selling parts on a Sunday morning. But all you have to do is find somebody who will reinstall your old belt or your old hose, and you're on your way. So to have them in your trunks as experts is a good thing. And after all, if your hood's open and you're on the side of the road and a guy like me drives by and you've got a hose in your hand, then I probably can stop and help you put that on. I know I've got a couple of tools and a screwdriver and 
and a flashlight and then something to clean my hands when we're done. But the idea is just ask for your old parts back. The second reason you ask for your old parts back is, let's say that the shop says that you need a throttle position sensor to fix your hesitation problem. So you say, okay, if you're sure that this is a diagnosis and not a guess, and that this is going to be a repair and not a guess, remember those words. Are you guessing or are you fixing? So go ahead and put it in, but put the old part in the box and you know put it on the passenger side floorboard for me. Now you get your car and you find out very quickly that the problem is still there. That Because you have your old parts, you can go back and you can request that they unwind the whole deal because obviously their diagnosis wasn't correct. And would you please put the old throttle position sensor back in because you gave me the old part and let's start over. That's the reason you ask for your old parts back is so that we can start over. Now, some shops are going to tell you to take a hike, but that's okay because you paid with a credit card, which is point number three. Pay with a credit card. Here's why. Let's say that somebody decides to stop payment on a big bill at my shop. Well, obviously, they're going to write about how bad of a guy I am, and I'm going to respond. And sooner or later, somebody at the credit card company or at the Better Business Bureau is going to come to a determination. If the shop is right, the customer is going to be told, no, we're not going to back charge the shop. But I can assure you that many times the shop is is lacking information and evidence and, and, it, and then ultimately ends up participating in the, in the dispute resolution process. So the credit card, Master Charge, Visa, Discover, American Express, they'll just back charge the shop. Now, there isn't anybody in the world of the car repair business that can afford to tell Master Charger, Visa, or Discover to go down, yeah, jump in a lake. That's a nice way to put it. Because most of us understand, and we already know, that 80 and 90% of our business is credit card and debit card stuff. So it's not like we can tell Master Charger, Visa to go hop in a lake because if they pull their service from us, we're, we're really in big trouble. So you have power by paying with a credit card. That's the where you have the most power. A debit card is a little iffy because that's an instantaneous transfer of money. But a, a credit card is by far your best way to go. So those things are important when you have car repair done. And I don't know who we've got on the line, but introduce yourself and how can I help you? Hello. Hi, this is Art. Hi, Art. How can I help you? Hey. Hey, Mark, I'm just wondering. I've got a, a uh, 2010 Toyota Sienna. And uh, re- had been a great car, <clears throat> and just recently had the check engine lights come on. I've had a, a fellow uh, check it out, and it's, it's you know an emissions um, issue, um, and and he'd indicated that there was uh, a bunch of different um, uh, you know things that the computer goes through before you know it starts the car and. Uh, and so we've we've eliminated a few of them. You know, the gas cap being one of them, a uh, fuel valve, a uh, vacuum uh, switch, uh, and it's leading up to maybe it being a, a fuel pump leak or maybe just a bad fuel pump sensor or something. Uh, anyway, the, the the fella has gone out of business uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I'm looking for a reputable uh, mechanic. That um, can that works on Toyotas or can work on Toyotas. Okay, um, well, you, you kind of okay. You, it sounds like, 
from what I can gather from the area you're in, that you have some kind of an evaporator leak. You've got some kind of an emission leak. It's, you've got something to do with the system that's supposed to draw the fuel fumes off of your tank and run them through a canister and then provide them back to the engine. So it's it's kind of a it's a system that's in, emissions related, certainly emissions related. But there's so much going on here that um, that that and and. And running a test on the evaporative emissions portion of your car is no different than any other car out there. So some of the switches may be located different places, and they may have more switches than the Chevy or the Ford, or the Chevy and Ford Dodge have more switches than your Toyota. But the procedure is in a book, and we all know what we're doing. Well, most mm-hmm. of us know what we're doing. So the real question is, is, is we need to go ahead and pump some smoke into the system because we all have machines that make smoke. And then we look over the car with a flashlight, and almost always, if it's an evaporative leak, if it's got something to do with the evaporative system, then we've got a broken connection, or we've got a bad line, or we've got a solenoid that's bad, and it's leaking itself. There's all kinds of those kinds of things. This on a right. way depends. And he, yeah, and he has, he has done that. He has done just exactly that, and, and, uh, and felt that it was coming from the fuel pump, put some silicone uh, sealant over the area that he thought was leaking. I, uh, I am assuming just to, to buy time, <clears throat> um, but uh, over the last week it's uh, you know uh, not held or whatever. So it, okay. it, it seems as so though. So where do you put the, the silicone? That in your Sienna, the fuel pump is in the tank. Um, okay. Well, then perhaps this maybe I maybe it was it was something up underneath the uh, the front end of the car. Okay. Um, right. it, it's hard to reach from either direction. Okay. Well, the, it, it's a really bad idea for you to take someone's um, process and diagnostic and results and then pass them to the shop because okay. when you start chasing your tail, you have to pay for that. I think you mm-hmm. are best, better served to just simply tell them what the situation is. I have an engine code. I have a check engine light. Would you please diagnose what the problem is and call me with an estimate and tell me what your diagnostic range is? Now, what part okay. of town do you live in? Uh, up in the Deer Valley area. <clears throat> okay. Well, you got two good guys up there. You got Action Auto at I-17 and Deer Valley on the northwest corner, okay. and then you got Kurtz down at Bell and I-17 on the northeast corner. And I am 100% sure that either one of those guys can fix this evaporative. I think you're going to you're going to be in the 75 to 125 diagnostic range, um, and 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 let me well let me finish my thought. 75 to 150 mm-hmm. diagnostic range plus the repair. Now sometimes the repair is a fix. So sometimes we'll cut a line, an inch back, two inches back, and just pull the line and reconnect it, and that's the fix. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. plan on that. I'm just giving you the boundaries here. So right. that kind of a deal is is $100 to find it and $3 to fix it. It could easily be $150 to find it and $300 to fix it. But one way or another, you're going to look them in the eye and you're going to say, no matter if it's my shop or anybody else I recommend, you look them in the eye and say, we ain't guessing with my money, cowboy. You need to make sure that you're going to fix this. Now, here's how we know it's fixed. You're going to clear the code. You're going to fix the problem, clear the code, and that code won't come back and that check engine light won't come back. The same code won't come back and the check engine light won't come back for the next 10, 15, 20 days. And so I need to make sure, plus I want my own parts back. And and so no matter whether you do it at my shop or anybody else's, I'm giving you the advice that I would give my mother, my father, 
And I'm telling you, this is how you treat us with respect, but you hold our feet to the fire. Now, here's I want to copy. I want to talk about this guy that is out of business and did all this work. Mm-hmm. It's important for you to know that a basic technician who would do the original look see at this thing is about a thirty-five to forty-five thousand dollar a year person in my world, and he works Monday through Friday, and he has health benefits, and he has a four hundred one k with a fifty-fifty match, and he has a big thing of tools plus the shop has additional tools. A master technician in my world is between sixty and a hundred thousand dollars a year. And it's really kind of easy to make uh, money in a car repair industry so long as you're not giving back more than you're making. And that's what kills most of, of the shops is, is that they just get buried with consumer you know, complaints and giving back money and they can't make any money. So I'm not real impressed with the fact that he's out of business, and I'm not real impressed with the fact that he was using silicone to try to fix something, and clearly that didn't fix the problem. I would beat... I would verbally beat up one of my technicians if he came to me and said, I want to charge $150 for this diagnosis, and I used a little silicone to fix it. I would say, you're gambling the 150 buckaroo. So if this mm-hmm. car comes back, we're going to start over. I'm taking the 150 away from you. I'm taking the labor away from you. I'm going to reassign that to another technician, and you're going to do all that work for free. So how solid are you now in your diagnostics? Mm-hmm. And then, of gotcha. course, if you smear silicone all over the place and we got to go clean that back up, then you're going to pay for that, too. So it, I, I'm I'm a really good guy to work for, and I'll, I'll tell you how come I know that is because many of my employees, I've got one that's been with me 28 years, and I think there's probably in the last four or five years we've had 10 or 12 that have passed over 10 years. So mm-hmm. it, I'm a good guy, but I expect a lot out of them, and they all have it. Now, in your particular case, Action Auto or Kurtz, this is on a one to ten scale. This is really a six, maybe a seven. Okay. This isn't okay. a nine, eight, nine, or ten. So you go in there and you you, you just say, "Got to check engine light, check the code. What's your diagnostic fee? Give me the window. Call me with an estimate. I want my own parts back." And Mark Salem said to put it on his bill. And the reason you say that <laughs> is not so they will put it on my bill, but they know that you're a referral for me. Now I don't get right. the time of your bill. I get nothing. I won't right. take nothing. But it also puts them under just a little bit more pressure. Right. Yeah, one real quick one here. You had the three things to do, you know, the, ask for the old uh, parts back uh, and then the credit card. But I was talking to your assistant when you said number two. Okay. Well, you uh, you want to ask him if it's a guess or a fix. A guess you or want a fix. To make, yeah, you want to make sure that their diagnosis is correct. You want to pay with a credit card to protect yourself, and you want your old parts back in case they don't. Now, I want to tell you something. That's happened to me. I remember we bought a BMW mass airflow sensor. We were absolutely convinced this mass airflow sensor was not reporting the correct amount of air. So we bought it. We gave her the old one back. She brought it back about a month later and said, check engine lights on. We looked at it, same code. Then I leaned on a BMW shop, and he laughed at me, and he goes, I got a few of those mass airflow sensors in inventory too, Mark. He says, but in reality... What's going on here is is there's an air leak after the mass airflow sensor in the tube between the mass airflow sensor and the, the throttle body, and he was exactly mm. right. So mm. I bought back the master cylinder, fixed her car, or the mass airflow sensor. I fixed her car for free, sent her on her way, and took a beating. And I still have that mass airflow sensor for a BMW inventory, <laughs> and someday I'll sell it. 
But anyway, I got to run. I'm up against the time frame. Thank you guys for spending your Saturday with me. I'm sorry about all the technical problems we have. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. You're welcome to join the conversation there. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.